0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Joy for Life podcast. My name is Ace, and I am energized to talk to you about joy, life, love, and everything in between. <sighs> Namaste, yogis. Namaste. Okay. I'm sure y'all weren't expecting me to start this episode like that because you're like... You say Namaste at the end of a yoga class. Well, sure, that's what we've all been kind of like taught and conditioned to do. But actually, Namaste, Namaskar is a greeting in Sanskrit, and the um, and so saying hello, hello yogis, is way more apropos than saying it at the end. It's not the end of the world if you do it. It's just recognizing what words mean and honoring that. So it took me a long time um, to get to that space. I've been practicing yoga for 15 plus years, teaching for six and a half. And today's episode is going to be about the power of yoga and its effects in my life. And I trust that I invite you to invite it into yours because it truly is, it truly does heal. So thank y'all again for being here. So the power of yoga, I don't, it's like I could talk forever about its effects in my life. Um, If you've listened to the podcast since the beginning, you know that I um, started yoga. Um, Yoga called me in um, about four and a half years or so after the passing of my mother I started my yoga practice um, at a heated yoga studio on the Gold Coast in Chicago. So if you're familiar with that, I saw a banner outside. It said seven days free yoga. I said, okay, great. Let's go in there. And I tried yoga once before in college, a class, and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Um, and that sort of style was not at the time. However, I was rec- it was recommended to me to try heated yoga because I was so physically active, running every single day, doing other sort of like workouts, boxing, hit, um high intensity training exercises. So a friend of mine was like, you'll like heated yoga because you really get a nice sweat and it makes you feel like you're working out. So that's a great place to start. I said, okay, great. I went in there and immediately, within the first five minutes, tears flowing down my face, tears. I'm sweating, sweating more than I probably have ever in my life, just sweating so much. And, I don't, and at one point, it was the merging of tears and sweat. And so I was like, this is incredible. This is it. This is the sort of style for me. Yoga is for me, the power of yoga. This is it. What do I need to do? I'm hooked. I'm a part of it. So I kept going back every day, even after my free seven day, free week of yoga was over. I paid to go back. I paid to go back. And I started to notice that the community didn't necessarily look like there was not a lot of people in the community that looked like me. Um, Oh, a black woman curvy, like just, it was like, huh, where is everybody? Right. And I've talked about this a little bit. Um, but it really stood out to me and I said, I, w- I can teach this. I want to teach this because I want to bring this to my community, not just like for people like me, but people who might be a little apprehensive about yoga, who might be grieving, who might be going through things that they just don't know where to go and coming to your mat and being in community and sweating has always been something that really helped me to move through stuff. So I said, all right, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. And... <laughs> I you know, was traveling for at the time, so Chicago was one of my assignments, and so I knew I wouldn't be there long. So if you've heard the podcast um, episode yet about counting yourself out, discounting yourself out of situations because you're just like, well, I could never, then I could never myself out of teaching yoga and getting a yoga teacher certification for it six years and so I said okay well I can't possibly do a yoga teacher training because I don't live anywhere full-time okay cool so then I was like All righty, so then when I stopped that traveling job and I set up roots here in LA I had a job where I sometimes worked weekends so I was like well I can't possibly do a yoga teacher training because I work weekends or my schedule is so crazy and so how will I make it work And so again, counted myself out. And then I got a job where I had a more stable schedule Monday through Friday, was off weekends. And so I was like, well, I can't possibly sign up for yoga teacher training because I don't have 3,000, 4,000, whatever it costs to spend on a yoga teacher training certification. Well, they have payment plans. (laughs) So I said, well, sugar, I've run out of I run out of excuses. So I said, all righty, well, I run out of excuses. They're making this accessible, and so let's do it. And so I signed up, and I started my yoga teacher certification in February 2016, and it unearthed me. It just drew out of me the something that I had no idea was like, Sitting inside of me, I had no idea that this was really going to be an actual career for me. Like, I knew I wanted to teach, but I just thought it would be, like, something I did on the side for of, like, my real job that I had. And yoga, I took, I did this training, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I talked about this in an episode as well with the affirmations about how I wasn't exercising my throat chakra. I didn't even know about a throat chakra. I didn't know anything about the chakras until I started my yoga teacher certification yoga teacher training. And so learning that, oh my gosh, most of my life I have not been like using my voice. I haven't been speaking up for myself. I haven't been saying yes to myself. I haven't been pulling myself up, pulling my seat up to tables where I definitely know I belong. And I haven't been owning every room that I go in knowing that I belong everywhere that I am. So yoga teaching, the certification, the training that it takes And those first few weeks helped to unearth that for me. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go out and do a yoga teacher certification because it is a big commitment and it is a lot of work. And I had to talk to my job and say, I have my classes this time. And so we worked it out. I had to tell my partner at the time who did his best to understand it, that this is what's happening and I'm going to be away and I'm going to be taking classes. And it was a lot. 200 hours. 200 hours. That's a commitment. And so I was like, okay, but I'm doing this because my world, I knew y'all, back to an episode where I talked about before, I knew that just always believing in miracles because my pure, my sheer existence is a miracle. My life is a prayer. So I knew that this was the continuation of that. So I had to follow the thread. So yoga, (laughs) yoga. Yoga helped me to become who I am today, to sit here confidently, to talk to you on a podcast about joy for life, love, and everything in between. Let's take a breath here together. Let's sigh it out, let it go. Knowing when to acknowledge that there's power in the pauses between breaths was what yoga helped me to find out. I'd spent my entire life, especially after mom died, running, moving, city to city to city, and the only thing that really grounded me was knowing that, all right, when I get to this city, there's gonna be a heated yoga studio there. When I get to this city, it's gonna be a yoga studio there. When I get to this place, it's going to be yoga. Yoga was going to be everywhere I was, and if it wasn't readily available, I would seek it out until, because I knew That this was something that was healing me, that was like, excuse me, my throat is, wow, speaking of, that was healing me. And that was helping me really to unearth, to peel back layers, to shed, to eventually make my way into this work of forgiveness. To eventually becoming like on my way in training to become someone who's an expert in helping people to forgive. In my grief work, in my trauma work. In my love work, in my joy work, yoga, the power of yoga has helped me more than I could ever, 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 ever put into words. And I'm so excited to see how it's taking shape, not just in, you know, just not in just every community, but specifically in the black community, specifically with like women that are like my aunt's age, like women that like if my mom was still here today would have been my mom's age, right? That are really doing yoga and really taking it seriously and noticing that it's for them. It's not this like religion, it's for everybody. You don't have to be flexible. You don't have to look a certain way to do yoga. You become yoga after time. It's in everything that you do once you really start to acknowledge the effects of it off the mat, acknowledge what it does for you, not just physically in your body, but mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And I had a client recently um, tell me that, even the even the even the the way in which to have private yoga clients was something that I never even could conceptualize cuz I was like how do people get private clients this was when I was still working at my corporate job when I was still there I was like how do people get that right that could possibly that could possibly never I could never do that so again Counting myself out of something, so I stayed at a job longer because that afforded me stability, because yoga could never be a stable way for me to afford a life. Yet again, counting myself out, taking myself, putting myself already in the no category before I even had the opportunity to say yes, before I even did the research, before I even studied to know there's a whole world of possibilities. There's a whole bandwidth of things in which you can do to offer to others and to, yes, have a stable career and afford a deliciously beautiful and abundant life. So I had a client recently shared with me that we've been working with for a while and how she said, you know... When I first reached out, I knew that I needed an accountability sort of person and I knew yoga was the way in which I wanted to physically move my body and I knew that you could help me do that. But in working with you, I've not only been able to physically get stronger, see my body get stronger, see my body kind of shed and form in a way where it's been a long time since I've felt this way, but it's a soul deep connection that you have with yoga, that yoga has with you, and that transfers in your teaching. So you come to my yoga classes and yeah, we have a good time. They are strong flows sometimes. Sometimes in some of my zen yin classes, it's really chill and relaxing. But for the most part, you're going to come out of there soulfully filled up, healed, like with the option to heal yourself because I've created this space. I've held the space as a healer. I don't heal you. You heal you, right? Each time you step on the mat, you're saying yes to yourself. Yes, I want to heal. Yes, I want to do this. Yes, yes, yes to me. Yes to following this thread. So that has been a delicious... Yoga has had this sort of effect on my life, like I said, since about four years after mom died, so 2006, 2007, and we've just been on this ride together. It's been from, yes, I'm all in these yoga classes every single day to like not practicing yoga at all, which, me, which means I was only relegating yoga to this physical pose asana. It is so much more. It is like in everything. It's in meditation. It is in the foods that I make. It's in the beverages that I drink. It's in the community that I have. It's in the people that I choose to surround myself with. Yoga is me. I am yoga, I embody what yoga means fully. Yoga translates from Sanskrit to yoking, community, connection, yoking the mind, the body, and the breath as one. Now, y'all can't tell me y'all are not doing that every day. Y'all can't tell me you're not keeping a household running. (laughs) Y'all can't tell me you're not keeping a team running at work. Y'all can't tell me that you're not keeping yourself going, that you're not loving up on yourself every day by waking up, doing what you need to do to afford your beautiful, amazing life. Y'all can't tell me that's not yoga. That's yoga. So when people reach out and say, I can't touch my toes, well, that's fine. Sometimes your toes stink. Why would you want to touch them? That's not what it's about. Oh, I'm not flexible. Okay. But you can breathe. Can you move? Can you stretch your arms above your head? If that's if that's like um, if that's too much cuz your shoulders are tight or whatever sort of injuries that might be there, you can extend your arms out wide. What's better than a wide open like existence of saying, yes, my hands are free, my fingertips, I've shaken them out because guess what? I'm ready to give and I'm ready to receive at the same time. That is the power of yoga, recognizing it is not this one-way road of existing. It's an ebb in a flow and it is a circle. So it's, it's a relationship. It's a, it's a delicious union. And I talked to um, some friends before we started recording and I was like telling um, Annabelle and Sam, I was saying, you know what? Like I'm in this sweet new existence of like this honeymoon sweetness, this, this, this honeymoon sweetness of yoga for me. It's almost like we're rediscovering where we are, right? We're, I'm rediscovering like kind of where, where we're going in this life together, right? Cause I'm, me and yoga, Yeah. Because like I said, I am yoga. I embody yoga. So we're, we're not separate. Just like we're not separate from nature, I'm not separate from yoga. And it's been kind of a cool um, time for me of reflecting because I've been teaching my classes and I'm leading these workshops and I'm doing some retreats. And it's just kind of like, again, it's all just kind of growing. We're growing this new skin together. And it's really been exciting. So again, that's the power of yoga is that you have no idea where it can take you. You have no idea the people that you'll get to meet by way of it. You have no idea about the, you have no idea the way in which you will meet yourself in the journey. You'll meet yourself each and every day. You look in the mirror. That's yoga. Yoking your beauty, your grace, forgiveness, joy, love, (laughs) abundance, yoking it all together. That's yoga. And you are Yoga if you allow yourself to be, if you say full body yes to it, right, it's there. That's why I said yoga invited me and I wasn't like, you know, like, you know, seeking it in that way. I just was like, I want to go get a good workout. (laughs) And yoga was like, yeah, you tried it. You thought, you thought, you thought, It was just going to be this like heated yoga experience. You go in, sweat for 60 minutes, boom, we're out. And then we're heading to brunch with friends. Yeah, that was at first. Now it's like, it's so much more. So like I mentioned, the Zen Yin yoga classes that I lead, where Yin, um, you slow down, you move slow, you hold postures for two, three, four, five, six, seven times, seven minutes at a time on one side. That is just delight. I couldn't, if y'all told me that, see, that was the the first class, that probably was the first class I took. And I was like, oh, no, not my monkey brain moving 50, 50, 11 miles a minute, slowing down. What you mean? We got stuff to do. Like I said, since 1983, I've had a to do list. You mean to tell me I got to slow down? And now I seek those opportunities to really take my time. When I guide my classes, we hold the postures a little bit longer because I'm like, I want y'all to feel the effects of this pose, not just moving through it, It shapes, not just moving through it, right? It's like this, it's, it's, it's so much more. So I took a class the other day with my beautiful friend. um, He's an exceptional yoga teacher. And he... You know, had us going through this this flow, and it was just so powerful. And I was moving through it slow. I felt from like all ten of my toes. We were like at one point balancing on one leg, and I felt all five of my toes just like really grounding from ball of my feet for the heel, just like maximizing all four points of my feet on the mat. And I just felt the strength moving up my leg to my knees to my thighs to my hips, and I felt my belly stretching, my heart opening. He had us with our hands behind our heads. And I was like, after we were like out of that portion of on one side, I said, fuck yes. I said it in the middle of the class. I said, fuck yes. Because I was like, that was lit. It was delicious. And like, it was just like, and yeah, my beautiful friend, fellow yoga teacher, his name's Brandon. He's an exceptional yoga teacher. And he, it was like, oh my God, that's the sweetness. We are yoga, and I are back in this like honeymoon phase of like, ooh girl, ooh girl, look at us. We didn't grow it up. We didn't grow it up. In the evolution by way of me going and learning from other teachers. That are the, that's, the, that's the power of yoga, to be able to learn from other people in the process, these people who have invested time, energy, resources, finances into elevating themselves and being these leaders, right? Being these space holders, teachers. And I was reading something this morning that really stood out to me that I want to share with you all about, um, with yoga. And it's about how there are no accidents and how the teacher in the teachings of yoga allows us to recognize that accidents and unexpected things allow us to grow. They allow us to grow beyond the unknown. The teachings in the accidents, the unexpected, the growth beyond the unknown, all of that happens in a class where you just step on your mat. All of that has a possibility of happening in a class when you step on your mat and you say yes to yourself. And I wrote this thing this morning and I haven't even read it back to myself. So I'm just going to read it here to y'all now. And this was inspired by my, my sweet friend Lola and her boys who um she had three beautiful boys and two of them are big enough to climb and they are just like so fun and so beautiful and i was looking at her instagram stories this morning and they were climbing trees and i immediately thought to myself trees were meant to be climbed mountains explored the world is larger than your backyard take your time getting to know the garden and that is you you will discover there is a light you would discover there is a light and there is dark. Fresh cuts, healed bruises, a fullness and an always room for the sweetness that is life deserts. And that just like filled me up this morning and just came pouring out of me on my pen, out of my pen, onto my paper in my journal. Because yeah, I'm not telling you to go climb a redwood but you can climb it in your mind when you look up because you got to look up to really see the majesty that, it, that that's what a redwood is. Any tree is that you don't have to climb it, but you can climb it in your mind. You can look up. You can notice that the roots that's been planted there on the fertile ground that, is, that it's on, notice it, gaze down to it, and then take a second to slowly gaze up and look. How cool. Mountains are meant to be explored. Life is meant to be lived, y'all. Life is meant to be lived. And we living is for the living. Life is for the living. So, are you going to choose to live? Or are you going to choose to stay put? We're, we're going to perish all, all going to perish one day anyway. So, make it fruitful. Make this right expansive. You never know. I stepped into a yoga studio, I had no idea where would land me today? Like I said, I had no idea how to get private clients. I had no idea that I was put here to also teach kids yoga. My friend planted that seed and I was like, oh, I don't know, I hadn't thought about it. I'm teaching kids yoga. I have private yoga children clients, y'all. What? I only came to yoga because I didn't know what else to do and I was healing from the grief of my mom dying but you have no idea where the threads can take you. If you just say yes to yourself, you have no idea when you just study the the wonder, the majesty, the beautiful garden that is you, when you notice that, yeah, there might be some weeds in your garden, pull them out. (laughs) They might come back, okay, pull them out again. That's life. That's yoga. That is yoga. And that has been the beautiful healing power of it for me in my life and where I am just like thirsty and hungry and always full, but always knowing there's room for the sweetness of it and to share it with other people. So I hope that y'all, this energizes y'all to roll out your mat or pick up your mat. (laughs) If it's been a minute, dust it off and go to a class Get in a class. Maybe turn on a a virtual, you know, I've got some classes on my YouTube channel. I've got some classes on my Instagram. Move with me. Send me a message. I would love, love, love to be a part of your yoga experience. And this podcast y'all listening to is a part of the yoga experience for me. It's joy. (laughs) And it's joy for life, y'all. Yes, that's what it's all about. So y'all know before we get out of here, I always like to leave y'all with a little bit of homework. So let's start by sitting up tall, sitting up well, freshly bloomed flower, wherever you are. Taking an inhale. Signing out, letting it go. Take your left hand on your heart and take your right hand on your belly. Inhale, exhale. Say to yourself, either out loud or to yourself, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for this breath. Thank you for this life. Thank you for this abundance. Thank you for the forgiveness. Thank the room around you. Thank the car that you might be in. Thank the job that you have. Thank the friends that you have. Thank the circle that you have. Thank the community. Thank the family that you have. Thank the significant other in your life, your beloved, your great love. Thank the yoga, thank the meditation, thank whatever is going to and is allowing you to operate in your full authenticity, following your greatness, following the thread of greatness each and every day. Take an inhale and reach your arms above your head. If you can, if you're driving, do not do that. And exhale, doing a nice little mini heart opener, cactus in your arms, goalposting your arms, shining your heart forward. (sighs) I invite you to move your body in whatever way feels authentic to you. This is my invitation if you've been looking for one to start a yoga practice, knowing that you've already been doing yoga. Now it's just time to roll up the mat, sweat a little bit, move your body in shapes, and breathe with your community. All right, y'all. I want to know when you're going to yoga, when I'm going to see you in class. When are you coming on a retreat with me? When are you coming on coming to one of my workshops? Y'all know I've got some awesome retreats coming up, one being to Zambia and Zimbabwe, March 1st to the 10th, 2023, African Wellness Safari Retreat. Come through. <laughs> Let's go. Maybe that's too big to start for you, and that's okay. I've got some local ones coming up in L.A. and in San Francisco. You can head to the website to learn more sacred womb galas. I've got also a delicious retreat that I'm doing with the one and the only Thea Monier, November 3rd through the 6th, 2022, at Savannah Resort and Spa. That's going to be delightful. It's all going to be delicious. So if you're not quite ready for a yoga retreat, that's okay. I've got workshops. You've got your local studio, wherever you are. Head to a class there. That's your homework. I want to know, did you do a yoga class this week? Send me a message. Y'all know y'all can DM me, LA. We also have a new Instagram for Joy for Life called Box Full of Joy for Life. You can also send a message there. Of course, you can always email info at aceyogala.com. All right, y'all. Stay brave in moving your body. Stay curious about the unknown. <laughs> Climb trees. Explore mountains. I can't wait to hear. Alrighty, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for being here. Till next time. <laughs> All right, friends, I trust that you enjoyed yourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow me on all the socials at AceYogaLA. You can always head to my website, AceYogaLA.com, to find out all the amazing things I've got going on. Until next time, stay brave in your pursuit of joy. In collaboration with On The Rise Media, today's episode was produced by Annabelle Garcia Eller and edited by Sam Eller.